another edition of Two Guys in a Bottle Loan. Or whatever you're having. What's happening? What's going on, you bodheads? <laughs> it's fun. a... Uh, <laughs> it's, it's a... Ah, I found some energy tonight. It's a Tuesday. Well, you up know. In the, up in the his A. So for anybody that hasn't followed what's been going on lately, I think we are transitioning in, in one way or another. So I would say... For for most of you potheads, so is the rest of America that, that have looked to, looked for us to release a show on Wednesday. I, I think the I think the new show day is going to be Fridays. Um, you know, depending on what happens the week before. But for the most part, if you're looking for a consistent release and uh, consistent, which we no, did I just say that? <laughs> Are you a consistent release? <laughs> <sighs> I know. Well, I, I don't. I don't know what goes on at home or in the bedrooms it's or in the garage or in the pole. I, I don't right. care. I don't care. But we're for, there for, for your for your pothead for you potheads that are looking for. We're there for your resurrection. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. So if you're looking for the consistency, I, I think Friday's going to be the new. Uh, you know, which is actually where we were at when we started this. You know, we're still waiting for. Uh, you know, for the kings to get back to us to let us know that we can. Uh, the we kings can actually, of kings. We can actually use. Yeah. Switching the glide. Right. You know, I mean, nothing Switching matters but the weekend, right? Nothing matters but the weekend, so baby. So someday I'd love, to, I'd love to actually get to that point where we're actually releasing a show on Friday afternoon to get ready for the weekend. And, and It's all, a weekend! All, all you riffers remember back you in remember. the days. Back in the days, nothing like switched in the glide before you uh, before you started your weekend on Friday nights. That's how we did it. So, so yeah, just uh, just a little uh, uh, transitional change that we're kind of going through here. Uh, um, We got the preacher man uh, morphing into some kind of lumberjack because uh, it's only. I'm a lumberjack and I'm okay because I work all night and I sleep all day. (laughs) Thirty degrees. I run around in high heels. (laughs) And hang around in bars. I'm a lumberjack, but I'm okay because I work all night and I sleep all day. And then I got the robot bartender walking here going, why did you leave me alone with that man for so many hours? It's fantastic, brother. I, You know, I, I, I thought she did well. She, I, I thought we'd get done with the show and she'd still be out there. Right. So Talking she, to the neighbor? She actually did well. She Talking actually, to the neighbor guy? She actually did well. Thanks no. for letting me hang out with... Sh- he didn't tip very well. He's not a good tipper. <laughs> He's not a good tipper. Good guy though. You know, one of one, one of my one of my favorite neighbors around this area. Well, and, you know uh, what? He's not a fence. He is not a fence, he's not but a he's fence. the closest thing to the fence that we've had because that man <laughs> carries, a a, carries a 38 like a good neighbor. Like a good neighbor. He's always there. He's always so, there. So, and I can, if I can say nothing else, he's always oh, been there in man. this neighborhood protecting at the best of his ability. So, I uh yeah, I appreciate him for that. So 
Anyways, um, where I, you know, I don't even know where we at. Where do we start? What's been going on this week? Uh, what What have you seen, preacher man? I mean, uh, what 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 the, the, the look? You know what? We we can start with this crazy Michigan weather. Uh, I'll tell you something about it, man. Twenty five mile an hour winds, rain, <laughs> clouds, sun, shine, blah blah blah. You know. You know, it's June. It's the we're we're coming up on July fourth. Ninety it, ninety it, yesterday. Sixty uh sixty nine today. The lows and the highs are ridiculous. I mean <laughs> if if you own a pool in Michigan, I mean you can warm that pool up all you want, put that solar cover on. It, at at the end of the day and the the night, it's it's gonna get cold. It just forty four last night. But yeah, then you want to jump in it and forty three tonight. Why is it July and my pool's like sixty six degrees and it's 80 just, 80 on Wednesday? I know or Thursday, I think or whatever it is. Yeah, and I and mean, of course we just we just uh, enjoyed the summer solstice. Yesterday. Oh, we did. Yeah. We did summer solstice yesterday. So it's all downhill from here. Is it? Yeah, heading right back for the new pandemic. I mean, uh, for for uh, for uh, for the dark winter, or whatever you want to call it. Winter is coming. I don't know what we call it anymore. Who knows, man? The, Welcome to Michigan. You know, <laughs> woo! The dark it's, winter. It's, the the dark winter. Yeah, the, I, you know uh, what? Uh, the two uh, stages of uh, you know seasons we have up in here. Uh, right. Construction. Right. And winter <laughs> and snow. <laughs> there you go. Orange barrels and yep. and white ground. Still, still, people are walk or driving around with their snow plows on their trucks. <laughs> right, July. just in case. Just in case. <laughs> can't blame them. Can't <laughs> no, can't I mean, say they're wrong, dude. I I seen it in May, man. These guys are still driving around with snow plows on their. When trucks, you so. when are you gonna take that off? Well, I'm gonna wait till after the Fourth of July, just in case. Yeah, you know, you never know. I I was I was heading up to Northern Michigan, so just to make sure, I want to leave it on in case I gotta plow some more lady out of her driveway you know right you never know right you never know in michigan yeah what am i doing this weekend oh, i'm taking my snow plow and my jet skis up to uh you know <laughs> marquette or whatever it is well, I did want to mention because we were just listening to him before we started the show. You know, I mean, you know, I'm a obviously we've talked about a couple of his interviews. Uh, you know, Richard Blade, and uh, you know, my big fan. Big right. fan. I, I, I've loved uh, Richard Blade for years, and he does, you know, of course, he's kind of a new waver now, you know, flashing back, uh, you know, on First Wave on, uh, you know, on Sirius. And first Wave. Does does the great interviews, which we've shared a couple, you know, couple, one or two with uh, Terry Nunn and, yes. you know, some of the things. Go back so, about 20 episodes. I was yeah. listening to his show this week. And, you know, now that I've got the official confirmation, I was I was listening to his show this week. And when this happened, he got notification, um, you know, come over from England. Um, and he's been in the States for years and, and doing a great job with what he does. Um, great DJ uh, travels all over when, when we're allowed to. You know, he's still, you know, it's funny I hear him talking about it, trying to get back on the field. But I want to give Richard Blade kudos just for the simple fact that he just got notified that he's actually ending up on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Oh, really? He's getting a star. That just goes to show you 
how big of a you know how big of a you know a, a guy and how big of influence. a uh, influence that right. that Richard Blade has been on the music industry over the years. So that's pretty cool. Though. Yeah, he it's announced that next year he will end up with a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. So um, it was it was neat to hear his radio show. Um, you know, this week when he was talking and when they came off one, I don't remember what song was playing, but when they came back and. He was, you could just hear it in his voice. He was almost in tears, just going, I can't believe the call I just got going. They're putting me on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. I mean, that I'm getting a star. Cool. So, right. I mean, can you imagine? I mean, no, gonna, I, I, I can't imagine because we're going to be there. We're yeah, gonna be, it, might, it might take a day or two. We're going to be but, like two miles down the road. but <laughs> Right? You know, right? From uh, Britney Spears or uh, uh, <laughs> let's just say Elton John or, or whoever. I mean, no, I'm not. You know what I mean? I'm yeah, not, no, you know, no. I, 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 I love. I, I, I just don't know where these stars and these things go. I mean, I, I don't I, know how far, uh, you know that boulevard is i i don't either i've never been there so i haven't seen him but but um, to get a star you know it's a big deal it's a big big deal yeah and i'll just read a little bit of his quote and then we'll move on from it but i just wanted to give him kudos for it but richard came back and actually i I believe this was right on the air i think this is a quote from what i meant to say was rod stewart rod stewart (laughs) because i know he's your favorite i yeah i think i uh i think i i took a dump on that star (laughs) Um, anyways, so 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 R- Richard says, you know, quote unquote, he says, OMG, there's a little kid from a small seaside town in England with tears in his eyes right now as he sits typing this in total disbelief. If only mom and dad were here to share this with me. Mom. A s- star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Never in a thousand years did I think honor would come my way. Thank you. Wow. Deep breath. So. Yeah, so well, at I mean, least he, at least he said mom. Oh, he's mum. He's, he's humble about it. Yeah, and you, you got to appreciate the English for their for their mum reference. Yeah, I, I do. I get a kick out of that. That's I, right. So do I. And and there's a there's a certain thing about being humbled, um, in this nature of this world. Absolutely. That I would, uh, uh, I I could indulge into, but I mean, if you've ever been humbled, you know. The humbleness of being humbled. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, and that's all I, that's all I yeah. want to say. I mean, no, honestly, a, it is. You know, it, I've been humble before. And there you go. Uh, it's quite a feeling. And, there you go. And, and if you don't know what we're talking about, then uh, I've you been probably you probably should dig a into it times. a little deeper because yeah. if you've never been humbled, uh, it I may. Can, if if you're in that spectrum, man or woman or whatever realm you um, produce or. You know, generating or whatever, but um, there are still words and meanings and different things that do hold true through the test of time. And if you've never been humbled, <laughs> <laughs> and you know what I'm talking about, you old schoolers. Oh boy, you you got to be humbled um, sometimes. <laughs> but uh, you know, in that aspect, uh, it does uh, the the gratitude and the humbleness and all the other stuff. Um, comes, feels spectacular it, it, it does it's it, an amazing it's, feeling it's an amazing feeling after you've been humbled <laughs> can i say that i mean does that make oh, sense for sure i mean after, for sure after you've been humbled do you know what i'm saying yeah it's right. it, it really is it's an amazing feeling it's pretty cool 
And, you know, so congratulations to, to Richard Blade for his, success, his successful career and, uh, you know, everything in between. I mean, great. And we're going to share more because I know there's some great podcasts that he's done recently that we're going to we're going to pull some stuff out of and, and share. And who knows, one of these days, maybe we'll even uh, get him on the show to congratulate him. But, uh, you know, who's not very humble. But I think got humbled uh, this it's week. It's not me. I mean, I've been humbled, so I, I'm humbled. Chris, uh, Chris Kumo, <laughs> this yeah. week, yeah, seemed to. Well, uh, he needs a big Q-tip he, right up his ass. Well, he seemed to actually have gotten a little bit humbled this week because uh, uh, he set himself up completely this week for good humiliation good and he he posted a, a a twitter rant that dared any of his critics to name examples of times that he denied facts that didn't align with uh with the the uh with the the network's liberal agenda and uh he you know he he's still standing his ground if you will to well, uh, honestly to, i mean to me that that that's a setup for failure He's he you know in he, my book he posted know. he posted name one TikTok oh is that his platform <laughs> is that his yeah, platform uh, apparently no I'm just saying is it, really well I that, thought it was CNN but I, uh, you know I, I I guess he's reaching out wherever he can uh, he can find but uh, I don't think he found what he was looking for but it it did not take long for a few examples to roll in. And if you'd like, I'd, I'd be happy to read a couple of these oh, for I'm you sure because you uh, because yeah, uh, he sure he would. pretty much uh, <laughs> he pretty much got bombarded. Um, first one, but I still don't think he's humbled. I don't know because he's so much of a jerk. I I just don't think he's, he he understands the humbleness of humble. I haven't watched his show since this happened last but, Thursday. There you go. But. Um, I, I don't know. I can't say that he hasn't been humbled. I can't say he has been humbled. I'm just saying. but but let me read a few of these examples that I, that I saw that came in because I'm I, actually I guarantee excited. You're I, gonna I'm giggle. actually excited. Yeah. yeah. So it's first one, Kumu, the kid brother of the embattled New York governor Andrew Kumu, was swiftly reminded that he declared protesters don't need to be peaceful. He was accused of being quarantined during uh, a public bout with coronavirus. CNN largely ignored scandals related to Hunter Biden. Kumo avoided his brother's nursing home scandals for weeks amid a series of lighthearted interviews. Kumo also violated journalism ethics, advising his brother amid sexual misconduct claims that he did admit it until the scandal made national news. He also reportedly received priority VIP access to coronavirus tests and they weren't enough to go around for his regular New Yorkers but you know Kumo primetime host has generated negative publicity on a regular basis you have made me very angry (laughs) very angry indeed (laughs) one person summed up the situation by writing Kumo spent all day demanding people quote-unquote show proof then ignores dozens of people that show proof. Don't, don't touch that. It's dirty. <laughs> Punk-ass bitches from the right call me Frito. My name is Chris Kumo. I'm, a, I'm an anchor on CNN. 
Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> they use that as an Italian slur. Are any of you Italian? It's a fucking insult to your people. It's an insult to your fucking people. It's like the N-word for us. Is that a cool fucking thing? <laughs> Another man sarcastically told him, you're a much more reasonable guy in person than you seem to be on television. If you want to play, well, we'll fucking play. Well, let's not start sucking each other's dicks quite yet. <laughs> so, I mean, he just pretty much got hammered. I mean, oh, and there's, sorry. and this was, and I haven't, uh, I haven't updated the story, you know, the Twitter story since I saved this, but. I guarantee if you go and look in, uh, and, on Chris Kumo's uh, Twitter page, I bet you he just got brutalized for days. Just uh... <laughs> I, I can't listen. Listen, folks, I'm just going to say it. I can't wait for the guy when the bars are finally open and this meathead of a New Yorker bouncer dude walks out of a bar and sees Chris Cuomo walking down the street. <laughs> And for no reason, just freaking cold cocks this motherfucker. You can't do that to him. He's not Asian. I'm just saying he does. Maybe he that's, doesn't know who he is. That's or, only that's only that's I'm only allowed saying, in New York if you're Asian. Right, but I'm not saying. I'm just saying this particular scenario. You know what I'm saying for no reason, just picks Chris Como out of this guy, you know, crowd, and just boom and blast him into Fifty Second Street. <laughs> and a taxi cab runs over him, and nobody picks him up, and everybody's laughing at him. And then he might get humbled. I don't, there you go. I don't then, know. Then when go it's, try to do your job. I don't know what it's going to take to get him humbled. I don't know. But anyway, good time. No, it's good times up in the studio, man. Uh, it, it's a Tuesday. It's a work day. You know, we're sitting here uh, fidgety, fidgety, and, uh, you know, Laughing and having a good time, man. Heck yeah. Tuesday. Heck yeah, that's what we're here for. You know, on a school night, you know, we have to behave ourselves a little bit. Well, to a certain extent. To a little bit. You know, I, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I, oh, I, we, I guess uh, I guess if we're making rules now that, that there should rules. be some of that. But nah, uh, They're all broken. I don't know. I think we're here to celebrate because did you hear the news today? All the rules are broken. Did you watch your governor today? <laughs> no. Your governor was on TV today. You did not watch your governor. I can see it on on the roads I drive that say that she's still an idiot. So <laughs> she said, "Do as I do, don't do as I say." <laughs> no, no. Actually, your governor came out today, I believe, and I did not watch the press conference, but I saw the prelude to it. And as of here, it is. Mark the day. As here we of, go. As of June twenty second of twenty twenty one. That's what I heard. We no longer have any restrictions as far as capacities for indoor or outdoor we no longer have any mask mandates whether you're inside or outside um doesn't matter whether you're vaccinated or unvaccinated it is uh, michigan is i i guess if you want to say completely and officially open if you will it's it's uh yeah you, we are we are officially open for business so um, it only took, uh, let's see, that's, uh, do the math, March 23rd till, uh, here we are, April, May, June, June 22nd, 
and here we Fif- are. Fifteen and a half months. If you want to call it back to normal, I, since I, uh, you know, basically, uh, uh, what was it, uh, March sixteenth? Uh, that's when the bars close. That's when the bars close. Yeah, you're right. Yes. Yep. Yep. So, so yeah, as of today, that's what we hear. This is the. This is. I the, heard uh, July first, honestly. Well, and that was the initial timeline. Other, you know, other things, you know, and, you know, rumor has it, rumor has it, rumor <laughs> has it, but, uh, yeah, just, uh, you know, I heard July 1st, so, you know what, we're all free and clear for the fireworks this year, so. Not according to your president, because really? he, yep, no, he is still pushing for the. Well, it's just the, Rushmore. The cancellation of no, it's it's more than just it's, Rushmore. Uh, there will over. not be apparently, right as of right now, from what I heard, and I and I do not have a news article to quote this with. <gasps> so, um, from what I've heard, uh, President Biden is still stating that there will not be a fireworks display in Washington D.C. because it just creates too much of a conglomeration <laughs> of people together. And there will not be any official fireworks at this point in the in the capital of the United States. So, well, I am born on the Fourth of July, and um, there will be fireworks. So, um, yeah, I mean, let them roll, man. I mean, we're gonna blast them off either way, whether he's there or not. I, I don't care. Did you invite him? No, no. Don't be silly. Come on. Don't be silly. Come on. You should have invited your president. Actually, I'm going down to Motor City and the casino. I'm parking up Electric? on the uh, top of the garage, Motor oh. City Casino, July 4th. If anybody wants to join us from anywhere you're at, uh, Motor City, top of the garage, parking garage, and we're going to watch the fireworks going off in Detroit. And you should, it's not even the Canadian and, uh, you know, you know, michigan or whatever on the on the river it's all the local stuff that is going on what you get is a 360 scenario of the whole fireworks that are going on in detroit on the top of motor city's garage it's very very cool okay my mom is going with us and anybody that wants to go down and celebrate my birthday or america's birthday we are good um, go to Motor City on the top of the garage. It's open concept, and you can watch a 360 panoramic epidemic of these fireworks. <laughs> I said, "I you see what I did right there?" I did. I, uh, I caught uh, that. Know, yeah. All right. So yeah, uh, pandemic serratus uh, 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 thing of the whole Detroit area on top of it. Plus, you get to park for free. Go gamble. And then just walk out and just watch the fireworks and then go back in and gamble and hang out. And, you know, hopefully you have a sober driver to drive you home. Or stay there. Or stay there. There's lots of places. Or whatever there is. Lots of empty, vacant places to stay in the uh, in yeah. the Motor City because, uh, I, you know, I, I believe we are actually released to go back to the offices. And it doesn't seem like there's many people going back to the offices. So... Um, those may turn into residential too. So I, I guarantee there's a desk somewhere you can sleep on because there's nobody using them at this point. Well, you know, I have a designated driver. So boom, we're good through the whole night, but I will be there, um, July 4th on the top of motor city casino 
hanging out, man. And uh, we haven't got to the shot, shot, shots. No, that's coming up next. That's why I was kind of getting you prepared. So I understand that. It was time to get, uh, let's see, we're only only 25 minutes into it. So I hope, uh, hope man, it's, it's uh, Gary, like a Gary, lifetime. Gary, Jerry, Larry doesn't get too mad at us. I seen him the other day. You know, we're a little over 20 minutes, but did you I, really? Yes, I seen him and I was like, hey, excuse me, can you get the fuck out of my way? <laughs> and he was like, he kind of like ignored me like he didn't even want to talk to me for a minute but he wasn't looking up so he thought it was just like someone being rude <laughs> and he thought it was and some random asshole some random asshole and then the he realized night. it was just you and i was like hey buddy <laughs> go get your bird seed somewhere else I, I what are you doing in the bird seed section let's go buddy like get out of my way and he goes oh and i'm like look i said hey man I can't wait for you forever to do a show shot anymore. I said, I haven't seen you. Especially when it won't even show up. Yeah. I was like, you were supposed to bring me some shrimp or cod or some kind of stuff over at the. I think it was venison. Venison at the studio. And he's like, oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, look, man, you can come to my house right now and get drunk. He's like, I would love to. I said, there's a studio. There's a bar, and there's there. You're Jerry, Larry, Gary. <laughs> you know who we are. Put down the bird feed and let's go. It's like <laughs> I, 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 I gotta feed. I gotta feed my birds or something, you know. And I've oh yeah, I, you know the venison thing, and you know it was like a whole thing. And it was like all right, I'll catch up with you later, you know. Just so you know, you made it on the show. We're good to go. I said, but buddy. I said we're gonna have to do a shot eventually. At some point, yeah. At, at some, some point, point, we're gonna back have to together do, again. We're gonna have to do a shot there, Jerry, Gary, Larry. Did you tell him the mask band aids are over? <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't that time. You know, I, I'm talking too, too soon. Three, yeah, it was like a month ago. Okay, or whatever. All right, So too soon. Yeah. But so, next time you see him, I. Yeah. But you if know, I do see him and we don't do a shot, and the next time I see him in Menards, I'm gonna ram my cart so. Fast. I'm so glad you said cart. Wham! You know, I am just going <laughs> to smack him right in, in the aisle, man, and wake him up and make him do a shot right there. I am so glad you said cart in the aisle. because Cart, cart in the aisle? That could have sounded a lot worse. Really? <laughs> yeah. But on that note, since, uh, since we made everybody wait long enough, here it is. We had a, uh, in, 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 if you've never done a... Uh, uh, a trip to any of your local, I mean, there's they're all over the place. There's uh, there's uh, Osaka's and there's uh, uh, Tokyo and there's there's many many other Japanese restaurants, Korean restaurants. But uh, one of the things that goes on over there in the other side of the world is their sake. Oh yeah. And I've always been a big fan of sake. Well, I should I should say, well, I, I'm a uh, fan, I'm not a fan cuz I I do remember well, a couple times Well, as soon as you said the, sake, your eyes went a little sideways. I know it does. It's I, like oh makes my me don't makes me flash back to the uh, high school yeah. days of having sake with my buddy <laughs> that came home from Korea that brought the real thing right from really? Korea and it did make my eyes go sideways. I <sighs> did, not much of that night I remember, but uh this isn't quite as harsh as that, but uh this is one of my favorites from uh, Tokyo, 
and uh, this is the black sake, if we're allowed to say that still. Oh. It, might be, it might be the mocha chocolate sake. I don't know. I, I can't right. keep track anymore. But well, anyway, my friend. This is uh, a little something I brought back and saved for you from uh, last uh, last Thursday night. So right. here's to you and my friends. <sighs> little uh, black sake from Tokyo up in Fort Gratiot. My, my sake from Tokyo. <laughs> it's got that weird um not quite and like you say you like warm sake and that and, i do and it has a little different burn if you warm it up i've never liked the warm sake personally dude you seriously need to go eat a dinner at a japanese restaurant and drink warm sake all and, night and, while you're while you're eating and that's what Twan and then when you and then when you walk out of there you feel enlightened you no i mean you feel alive you feel something that you paid money for that made you feel outside of your realm of normal you know normalness i understand and it's just it's like, like an out-of-body experience it is you know we were supposed you know we we spent one night drinking warm sake they kicked us out and we were supposed to go see a movie and they would have thought somebody would have kicked you out we didn't even want to go see the movie when we walked out because it was still daylight and we were just like <laughs> been drinking sake bitches you know like whoa you know but good stuff. I mean, when when that gets in your bloodstream, man, mm-hmm. you you feel it, man. Yeah, and it's a different for, feeling. Well, thanks for the show shot, man. I mean, oh for sure, no, for sure. Sake, I... It's a it's a rice wine. Yep, uh, it sure the, is from the Japanese. Yep, and they yep. do a fine job with it. And when it's warmer, it feels like heroin going through your blood. The Japanese and oh, the Koreans do it a little bit different, but it's very very similar. I don't and, know uh, nothing about heroin. So yeah, I'm just saying. Uh, but. I, I don't either. I've heard stories, but uh, yeah, but I, can't. I mean, if you could just drink warm sake, you know it, that that's a comparison. Sake, sake. Yeah, no, I understand. You did it. You did. You went off, man. I did. You're feeling the effects, brother. Sure. You got the sake in. You got the sake in you. Sake. You got the sake in you. Sake. It's better no sake or one sake. So you remember, I, I I wanted to tell you this because I knew this would be near and dear to your heart, um, not as much as it is to mine. But I I found out, you know, in case I mean, and we love Podbean, we really have. But you know, we're coming up for renewal really they've, soon. They've been I mean, good I, to I us. I think it's uh, I think it's any any day now or any week now that we're due for our annual renewal for Podbean. You know, b- believe it or not, as I posted on Twitter this week, it's been two years, brother. We have this Two is years. this is technically our second year and I don't know the exact date, but this is our second year anniversary. Yeah. So on that on that note, just knowing that's happening, I want to make sure that you can consider your options because Facebook just announced that they are now launching a podcast and live audio service if you'd like to change formats. <laughs> We will now continue to have a moment of silence for all our Facebook listeners. I'm just telling you that Facebook is now going to offer a podcast and live streaming service. So, well, why wouldn't they? Well, 
Thanks for catching up, Facebook. Whoa. <laughs> slow, <laughs> slow down. Whoa, buddy. And, you know. and, and we all know how well their live uh, live video streaming service works. Yeah, so so why go. wouldn't we why wouldn't we get on board with the audio end of it too? Yeah. <laughs> hey, way to go, quick snap. Yeah, um uh uh, going back to the capitalism thing, I mean, you know, who isn't on the bandwagon? You know, I mean, like really, it's like, oh, let's just see. Oh, uh, Scooter and the Preacher Man were doing it first. Oh, look at these guys. Maybe we'll offer our services to those guys, right? Well, I mean, all, all I can say is, well, thank what you. I'm saying, what I'm saying is, is, is all you new podcasters that didn't jump on board about two years ago. You're about two years late, wow. right. so you know, no, go have some fun with it. I mean, do what you got to do in whatever. I we're working on our hundred episodes, so if you want to jump on Facebook and go play that game, you go right ahead. I don't have personally anything against anybody, you know, personally at this moment in this business, because it is such a cool business. It is a it release. Is. It's a, it's a release. And I will never, I personally will never deny or, you know, whatever um, to get into this business. But it's pretty cool, you know, you you know, whatever platform you got to do. All right. Sure. But going back to Podbean, you know, Podbean's been really cool to us. Absolutely. But, but we're not. I tell you this, we're not we're not gonna jump over to Facebook. Right? I don't see that I, happening. It's not uh, gonna happen. No, no. And you know, good luck with you guys. I mean, all <laughs> all of you. I mean, honestly, I mean, this platform is is the for us. I I and I speak for Scooter and you know myself. Um, it is the ultimate um, escape, not escape, but back to reality type thing as far as um, freedom of speech and other things that make us Americans. And we get to do this for fun and put it out there and release and just talk about anything. And it's super cool. And, again, we thank all our listeners <laughs> everywhere all the time for listening because this is the ultimate uh, expression of freedom of speech, you know, number two on the list. And For sure. If, if you if you know your rights and all the other things, you would understand this. But we're in the game, and we're going to hit a hundred episodes coming up very soon. Very soon. Very brother. soon. It's right around the corner. <laughs> yeah. Very. And that's going to be that. I I from what I can tell, and we know we haven't released a whole bunch of information for it yet, but if if if. If our dreams come true and the pursuit of happiness <laughs> comes true, this is going to be a reckoning force, 100-episode, you know, game changer for us. Yes. And, and yeah. I, I can't wait. And I think we'll finalize those those details hopefully this weekend, I, I believe. Uh, I just got a text from our, uh, from our, our, our traveling friend who – Sent me a very nice picture after our uh, last week's episode. Oh, with guess, the eagle. Yeah, in guess the, guess what? The, I I believe I believe we have a I believe we have a new bottle of uh, Colonel Taylor coming. So Whoa. after we finished it on the last show, I think there's a I think there I think I saw a picture of a new bottle of Colonel Taylor after the uh, travels across the country get done because apparently he had to stop by the distillery uh, while I was traveling through Kentucky on his way to North Carolina. So. 
uh, yeah. So uh, uh, things to come. Yummy, things yummy, to come. yummy. I got Colonel <laughs> <laughs> something in my yeah. tummy. No. no, he's been very good to us. Yes, he uh, has. Very, yes, he, very good to yes, us. Yes, he has. So, so yeah, we'll finalize those details to come. I believe right now the way we're looking at it. Just so you, so all you uh, podheads know, um, the hundred, the hundredth episode. 100th. Look, it looks like it's going to be on April the 21st. I want to say live. Let me, I'm sorry, not April, August. So August, August August the 21st, I think will be the next live episode we do for episode 100. Yeah, it looks, looks looks correct. So right. And details to follow. Details will follow, but I also believe that it might be a part one, part two. Yeah, you never know. It's yeah, it's yeah. gonna be it's gonna be the extended podcast. <laughs> Are you saying we're gonna run a little bit long that I day? I think it's gonna be a long night. You can is saying. that is that when the twenty four hour broadcast is gonna happen? I'm just saying. Um <laughs> yeah, you know what? I mean, I am still saving up. I got like hundred and twenty bucks to go to the moon. <laughs> Elon Musk. <laughs> you know, I, I'm putting my own donation uh, to go to the moon. But uh on that for hey, you know what? We can just party right here, right on our own planet. Like we can right, right down the road. You know uh, what did they call? What did he call that? The uh, uh, that will be the uh, the Sparlingville Roundabout Ministry. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I believe. Um, and I drive by it like four times a day, and I'm like, that's all right. Freaking yeah, man. Yeah, and you probably bow down and wave and or whatever your whatever your emotional religious uh, convictions are. It's uh, good for you. Good yeah, for you. Yeah, I mean, it's it's exciting. You know, I mean, you know, events are exciting, right? I mean, you have to have you have to have events, right? Correct. You have something to look forward to, because if you just go to work and you work like eighty hours a week. It's 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 same old random BS, you know, crap all the time. But if you don't take a vacation, if you don't do this and you don't go somewhere, you don't, you know, you have nothing else left to talk about, you know, when you go back to work on Monday. Because, True that. Oh, I mean, you got, oh, oh, I got Sunday off. Ooh. Well, guess what? It's your, it's your backyard work because you have to cut the grass. <laughs> you have to maintenance the pool. You have to do this. And, Everybody un- understands what I'm talking about. There's always like, stuff and such. Stuff and such. You know. Oh, we should make an ice cream called Stush, stush and Stush. Stush and Stush. Stush and Stush. and Stuff. That might be your own brand. I'm not standing behind <laughs> that one. <laughs> oh, the humor. Yeah, the yeah. humor is out of control. Aye, aye, you know? aye. Yeah. <laughs> Ice cream called touch and stuff. <laughs> well, Ben and Jerry's really flipped the script for me, man, because you know what? The, you know what they did, right? I do not. They went left. They should have went right, but they went left. I have. So anyway. I have no idea what that, you're talking about. We're just going to leave ice cream out of the hole. Okay. Right. Fair enough. Right. We'll leave the ice cream out of it. Yep. Right. Well, before we jump into the deep dives, I wanted to share, I, I, I stumbled across this. This was actually just today. And, you know, we've, we've talked so much about the politicism and the, and, the, and the politics that show up everywhere anymore. And this stood out to me because... It's not even random anymore. It's it just, not random. It just pops up. I mean, you everywhere. can't have a conversation 
you know, without bringing something into something that's going on right now. I have a hard time at work, you know, doing what I'm doing just because, just because. Boom, there it is. Boom, there it is. And, and and this one stood out to me because this actually came from a nine-year-old girl. And I'm going to play this clip for you. Um, this this nine-year-old girl, which, uh, you know, she went to a board meeting in her school district because I, I, I think, well, I, I, I think you'll realize that she's had enough. Um, but this is it. This is in Minnesota, which, you know, if they've seen if they've seen enough this year, they've seen enough. If anybody's seen enough, I think Minnesota has seen enough this year. This poor little girl. Think about it. Nine years old. When you hear oh, the, I know when you hear the words that come out of her mouth, I was fairly impressed because I mean, she does she does stutter a little bit, um, you know, with what she's trying to say. She's over, nine. But but she's nine years old, and overall, what came out of this girl's mouth? I went, "Wow, she gets it. Why don't you?" Here again. The other day, I was walking down the hallway at Lakeview Elementary School to give a teacher a retiring gift. I looked up onto the wall and saw a BLM poster and an Amanda Gorman poster. In case you don't know who that chick is, she's some girl who did a poem at Biden's so-called inauguration. I was so mad. I was told two weeks ago at this very meeting spot, no politics in school. I believed what you said at this meeting. So at lunch, I went up to my principal to tell him about the BLM poster and that I wanted it down. He said it's not coming down. I was like, yeah, it is, because the school board said on May 25th, no BLM or politics in school. He said, that's weird. They were the, one who, they were the ones who made them. I was stunned. When I was here two weeks ago, you told us to report any BLM in our schools. Apparently, you know they're in our schools because you made the signs. I said there should be no BLM in schools, period. It does not matter the color you make the posters and the font you use. We all understand the meaning. It is a political message about getting rid of police officers, rioting, burning buildings down while King Governor Welch just sits on his throne and watches. We all know. Changing the font or the color of posters does not change the meaning. I am nine years old and I know that. You expect me to believe that you did not know what you were doing by making these posters? Come on, people. I do not judge people by the color of their skin. I, I don't really care what color their hair, skin, or eyes is. I judge by the content or the way they treat me. MLK said, I have a dream that one day my four little children will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. That dream has come true. I do not care or look at the color of skin, but you make me think of it. I have Asian, Mexican, white, Chinese, black friends, and I don't care. I like them because some of them make me laugh, some are sweet and kind, sporty, or share the love of God. They are just my friends. You have lied to me, and I am very disappointed in all of you. You cannot even follow your own rules. If you're going to do that, why do we follow any rules we deemed unfit or ridiculous? I'm not following your mask rule anymore, then. Get the posters out of our schools. Courage is contagious, so be courageous. I don't follow any of your rules anymore. That's, you know, that's, and, that, and that's what entertains me the most about it, is if this is what we're teaching our, our elementary and intermediate school kids, Apparently, it's not. Uh, it, apparently, there's there's two sets of rules, and depending on who you are or how you look, or I, you know, 
I appreciate that girl for speaking out. And especially for a nine-year-old kid to speak out that strongly uh, of the way she feels. Um, I don't know whether to love it or hate it. I, 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 I'm, I, I'm, I'm kind of torn I'm, between it. I'm on that verge with you. I mean, I don't know that there is a nine-year-old that intelligent out there. Sure. You know, no, I understand that. But I understand that there are three-year-old drummers that know how to play Neil Peart. Sure. <laughs> and sure. I, I, I get that. And at the, sa- at the same time, on the intellectual level um, basis of, you know, you, who, you're a nine-year-old and who's your audience i mean who i are you speaking to she was at the board of education standing that's in, what i'm standing saying. in I mean, front of the entire board with parents behind her in the who are the, you speaking to is is what i want to understand well there's the you question know? you know who is she speaking to and who absorbed what she said because i sure absorbed it and went you know it's she's right because if you're going to tell us they've they've said and I don't even know who they is anymore. Is well, that, is that always, proper terminology? Well, I don't know years, who they is. Thirty years ago, it was they. You know, I mean, they. Who, but who, but are who they? is they now? And that's and that's my question: is who is she speaking to? Like you just said, she's she's speaking to the board of education. But at the same time, she's saying, "No, you will take those posters down because you've clearly stated that we will not have politics in our school," which I'm okay with. There should not be politics in school. Those kids should not be dealing with that. I do believe that they had a class, you know, uh, uh, you know, problems of democracy. What what it was? They called. sure did. And you had a debate room, you know, ish, you know, debate room, a, a debate room. That's that's what I'm saying. Not and, where you know, it was. Where the... I went to school, you had yep. a debate room yep. where you could debate. Things, you could you communicate know. those things among peers and among each other and 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 make your political views known and you had a debate but now it's it's and and like she said it's a it's a decision that are made by the masses that she has no control over and she says you will take those posters down now how that works out for her i don't know but she's not wrong in making her statement that they should take those posters down. She's not wrong, but I will tie this into my top 11 for tonight. Um, things you can or cannot say to a homeowner or a co-worker. You didn't say homo, did you? I, I said... Homeowner. <laughs> homeowner. <laughs> This is why I love this show. I didn't know we were heading if we were heading for the uh, LGBTQ plus conversation. Or I, you know what, it, I could I could I could tie uh, I could tie you to your. Uh, never mind. <laughs> tie me to the ground. Listen, I had a guy tie your that was down. a DEFCON six Navy SEAL, blah blah blah, and he looked at me one day and he goes, "I could tie you to that palm tree by the." I could break every bone in your toes and your your fingers and take the skin and tie you to a palm tree and leave you there and I keep you alive for like six days. I was like Oh, that was a good friend, eh? <laughs> yeah. I was like Yeah. Oh, you're friends from way back. Yeah, I was like, you know, Al, I I believe you, dude. You know, I mean honestly, but we don't uh, have to test know, this theory. <laughs> we yeah. At the same time it's like, no, I just don't 
that's another story. But at the same time, it's like, you know what? Um, it, you're comparing a nine-year-old's intelligence in what she's been exposed to and to how many years of America that we've been into. Obviously, she's very well educated to even provoke that thought sure at the first place sure all right so i'm gonna give her that yep the other thing is that she's nine <laughs> the other thing is she's nine for what, sure what what is she watching and who her well and that becomes the scary part yeah i, I mean what what's filtering that is it her parents that are filtering that filtering that into her head what right, is her but exposure are we are we spawning these um, we don't know intellectual nine-year-olds that can compete with you know what i mean 30 40 year olds i yeah, mean i don't know what is she watching fox and cnn i mean something's got to be um educating or feeding her mind sure right to provoke these thoughts uh, a, a normal, could, a normal it, nine-year-old should not be having political thoughts in their head correct correct and forming i'm sorry opinions about political stuff however however the other perspective to that is you got to remember that she is from i i believe uh lakeville minnesota i i, I yeah i believe it was lakeville minnesota that's fine which is not far from um you know what's going on from from some of the main cities and she has watched so much this year between the George Floyd trial, between the riots, between the burning of her city, between the all the things that have happened this past year. Okay. And is she, you know, I I don't know. I'm I'm no, I don't know either. I'm but you have to what what did what did she see this year that made her speak out that way? And you know, I mean, I, I it would be interesting. I I would love to talk to that girl just to see what what she saw this year that made her feel the way she feels because okay. she obviously has some very strong opinions and we don't know what she saw this year you know so no uh, truism you yeah. know I, I it, it just sparked my curiosity as to what you know the, oh uh, i get what you're saying uh, yeah absolutely the, the information that she's been fed or what she's seen or what she's lived through or anything else i the curiosity of a nine-year-old baffles me is, uh, is <laughs> I mean, as far yeah. as par- politics, yes, or any absolutely, of and, and to even have that interest, to have that, to interest, care that much, to care that much, and even provoke that even kind of thought, yep. And who who is her their audience? Or what's what's her, her audience or who she signed to speak to? Because it's like there's not another nine year old out there. I, I'm sorry, I don't I don't think, that, or is there? Or is there? Or is there? Are, are, I don't are know. Are 80% of those nine-year-olds feeling the same way that she does? Or <sighs> yeah, we, we don't know. We it's, don't know. It, it's baffling. So it, was just, it, it just stood out to me to hear something. It's uh, baffling, dude. A nine-year-old speak that strongly. I went, wow. And all it can make me say is, more sucky! Da-da-da! <laughs> ah, Ching-wa! I have to go to America tomorrow or find my brother. Mm. We need more sake. More sake. <laughs> For me and my merry friends. Yeah. yeah. So before we go too far down that rabbit hole, it might be time to uh, move sorry. on to the... Uh, to your deep dive, brother. I think it's time for you to jump into your deep dive because I think it's your really turn do. to be first this week. 
right, here's the thing. Um, I'm just going to spit it out there right now. As, uh, and if you guys know who I'm talking about, which is R-A-T-M. And you guys know who I'm talking about as soon as I said Rage Against the Machine. So it doesn't matter where I start the song, but it's pretty cool what's going on uh, in the world right now. Um, as far as, uh, you know, Rage has always been, you know, they always started out their platform way back in the beginning as a political band. And uh, they've achieved everything that they, uh, you know, same with like Pantera. I mean, they, they, they set out for this goal and they do it. And, uh, you know, Rage has pretty much always expressed um, their political type of expression in their music, which uh, there are some bands that do that and there are some bands that don't. And it seems like they're the good songs that we listen to have some kind of feel or some kind of this towards the government or, or, or they're lashing out or whatever it is. I mean, punk music expired from um, lashing out. Uh, rock and roll, you know, had a had a lesson for us all um rage you know they're in a class by themselves i mean especially with tom morello on guitar um especially the way he does it and and the bass no and and the drums and you know these guys are a finely tuned band if i've ever seen anybody i've seen them twice live in concert and you know this is still one of my favorite songs um I think you can believe, I think this, it doesn't matter where I start the song, but what I'm saying is I think you can get this on, you know, the Matrix, the the original Matrix, not like five or ten Matrix, you know, down the road or whatever you've seen. This is the original Matrix, Keanu Reeves getting, you know, you know, Morpheus and all that shit. And uh, here we go. So I'm just going to start it from the middle of the song. Rage Against the Machine, Freedom, official music video. So here we go. And what I want to what I want to emphasize is that Tom Morello is a excellent guitar player. He's one of the finest. He doesn't use and modify. He, he he's just he's he's a god in his own world so for this band to have tom morello as a guitar player and to have you know that lead singer and this bass player you know as far as sound effects and everything else this is this is tom and everybody else in this band just doing what they do it's raw it feels and what i also want to explain is that this was the first thing that i woke up to this morning and i popped in the cd Rage Against the Machine, and I, I hit track number six, and this is what I came up with. But what I want to start out with is that Tom Morello has his solos. Tom Morello does his stuff, and these songs all have meanings, but it doesn't matter what part of the song that you listen to. 
you instantly know that is rage. So right, you know. I mean, when it comes to rage, you know, it's uh, they're 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 one of a kind, yeah. and I and I love their love and hate their political statements. You know, I mean, it's that's that's what they're designed to do is to make you love and hate their political statements, and they do a very good job of it because there's times that I go, yeah, that's that's too much, and and right. the other side of it, I go. Yeah, spot on, Mofo. Right, it's, but it's you know it, it, it's it's not always the moment. Uh, you know, rolling around in your car, listening to the CD. You know, their first stuff, and you know, and and whatever came after that, which is fantastic because Rage. I, I've been waiting for Rage to come back. You know, in concert, and I will go see them. And uh, sure, yeah. But uh, you know the. One of the hugest political bands of all time, and I love I love the lead singer, I love the drummer, I love the bass player, I love Tom Morello, I love all these guys. How can you not? These guys just kick it, man, and all together or you know even what? individual in their own right. They they feel it. I they, mean, do. They, they, it's they do. It's they do. They sang it for a reason. <clears throat> and that's the whole thing with like podcasting or work or whatever. You know, if you don't feel it, don't do it, man, because it's not for you, man. But if you feel something, you know, groove on that track, man, rock with it, just roll with it, you know. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, exactly. You know, it, it's pretty cool. So. Well, and, I, and I'll tell you, a little, can I tell you a little story about Tom uh, Morello? Yeah, Cause go ahead. Because I, cause I, I love that we just we just had this recently. We did. And, um, you know, and we share Tom Morello a lot because, I mean, we're both big fans of him. And, and you know, not only him and, and, and Rage and, you know, all the guys. Well, I just had to but. because I, I was rolling around in the car today. and um, That's you know, fine. It, it That's just, fine. It was just Rage. You know, it was Rage time. Well, I heard, uh, I, you know, and, and, you know, like I, like we talked about before and like we shared before, Tom Morello's now doing uh, some radio shows, and he's doing some podcasts, but he's doing a few radio shows, and, I, and I've seen him pop up on, uh, on Sirius more than once. And, um, Very cool. And he's, he's, doing, he's doing his own radio shows. But I caught him on, I, I believe this week's show, he was on, I think it was Lithium. And I like lithium. Yeah, I remember yeah. when we started in the studio? Yep, yep. One of the one of the good ones. And I was so like, little... man, lithium is cool, you know. And he was on there talking about, um, and I love the story. And I and I can't quote it verbatim because uh, I only heard it once. But uh, but Tom was talking about back in the day, 
you know, of um, he was kind of comparing it to, you know, the the society that he grew up in, the you know, in and talking about, you know, screw BLM. The, the world we live in right now is is so different. There was an interview with him, with Tom Morello, where he exposed himself and just totally uh, went AWOL, I mean, in an in interview, and explained a lot of stuff. Yes, yeah, yeah. and he does that often when he's I, talking I kinda, about his radio show. But what I loved about the story that he told when he was on, uh, when he was on uh, Lithium DJing, he, he said, you know, he says a lot of guys don't understand that um that that guitar players are are it shouldn't be pigeonholed you know that that we should not be just pigeonholed into a black guitar player you know because i'm a black guitar player because this is where i started and what i loved what he said was he says you know i i remember the old days when i used to show up at a at a at a bonfire you know i'd go to somebody's party or somebody's bonfire and i take my guitar with me and he said automatically they all of a sudden want me to play something from Jimi Hendrix because apparently that was the only black guitar player that ever lived. He's like, why can't I play something by Van Halen? Or why can't I play something by, you know, Metallica? Or, you know, he said growing up in that world pigeonholed. was... Yeah, pigeonholed. Like, hey, man, Being you know, pigeonholed. let's go to a bonfire. And it's and like, you know... Tom Morello is so much more than... Jimi Hendrix. I would love to see Tom Morello do something from Bob Dylan. And I'd love to see Tom Morello do something with Jimi Hendrix at the same time. (laughs) But you know what? I'd love to see Tom Morello cover uh, Eddie Van Halen tune, too. Or like you say, you know, I mean, he's just he's a very talented person. He's a a very intelligent person. Tom Morello um, jamming down with Rush in Doing something from uh, Alex or uh, playing with Getty and Alex, Getty and Alex, <laughs> and I know you know what I'm saying. I know. I mean, it could be anything crazy. Yeah, I won't pigeonhole him. No, I, I will not because no. he's just a talented son of a bitch. And you ain't uh, lying. I en- I enjoy show. If you've never caught Tom Morello on any of the serious stations, make sure you check it out. He's doing uh, he's doing live shows uh, and podcasts on both. Uh, to my knowledge, Lithium, uh, First Wave. And I think I've even caught wind of him doing something on Turbo too. So yeah, yeah if you haven't caught Tom Morello's show or anything he's doing since then, yeah, um, because I just, he's I, not I, he's not working with a band right now, to my knowledge. So they're, they're uh, until he gets to, back together with Rage, they're trying to bring right? it back. Rage was gonna <laughs> get back together, but I, you know, uh, nothing, uh, nothing for sure. So, but yeah, those guys are awesome, man. I mean. Queensryche, you know, political. Uh, rage, political. Sure. I, mean, I, I can go on. Uh, I go back is a little bit deeper uh, to, to uh, Frankie Goes to Hollywood. Right. Those guys were political. Oh, yeah. Know, back in the 80s. Sure you know, they were. Way before, you know. Sure I mean, they were. It, it just carried on and on and on. But, you know, very cool. No, I had to go back to Rage. So um, Got no problem with that. Yeah. Got no problem with that. Well, it's funny you funny you went back to soundtracks and and back to the Matrix and all that because that's kind of where I went this week is went back to soundtracks. And did I went, you really? I did, but I went somewhere completely different than you did. Okay, somewhere totally, completely different. But uh, I kind of did this to the uh, to the robot bartender this past week. Um. I went back to uh, all the way back to the 70s with a little bit of Clockwork Orange. 
<laughs> that was uh, Bizarro. Bizarro is correct. Kind of movie. It, it, it was. And the, and the biggest thing about Clockwork Orange. And I think, uh, what was it, Keeper's Dad was in that movie. Uh, what was that, Keeper? Sutherland? Yeah, Keeper Sutherland. Oh, Donald Sutherland. Yeah. Donald Sutherland was in Clockwork Orange, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that was... Uh, um, the whole eyelids thing was... That, uh, it crazy. was creepy. Yeah, it was. Creepy. You know, it was. It was. It was. It was Wasn't one that, of those. Uh, who was the producer? Um, Kubrick. Yes, Stan- Stanley, Stanley Kubrick. Stanley Kubrick, right? Yeah. Yes, and and it was it was like a cult classic, and and you know he based it on the original the original novel that came out back in uh, 1962, and it. it it wasn't. It wasn't as much as it was that that extreme. You know, I mean, for the seventies, it was extreme, but it wasn't that extreme. But so many things about the for anybody that's a Clockwork Orange fan understands the music just just is a was a weird spot. You know, the music brings back to you what was what was going on in the movie, and it, it was a it was a very strange. Ide- ideology in a in a concept of fixing people by it wasn't psychology it was it was doing it by um, uh, electrodes and and you know experimental yeah um, thanks thanks government for <laughs> um, you know introducing, very, yeah introducing that to uh, our our culture yeah yeah very very european so it um so much of it was uh um just strange how was that you know i mean it very was i mean because if you're on drugs and here's the thing um my my buddy put on facebook the other day and it was very strange for me to see this post um only because i'm an alcoholic um in my own right but he goes Oh, I bet you can't share this page. Uh, I don't know anybody on coke or heroin or meth or amphetamines or fentanyl or this and that. And I was like, mm, yeah, it's not me, dude. Uh, alcoholics don't use drugs. <laughs> I, was, I was just like, you know what? You know, it, it was, yeah, I bet you can't steal this. And I was like, yeah, I can. You know, I was like, I don't use a whole bunch of drugs i don't like you know drugs you know uh, drinking drinking just fine with me <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> but you can you know it doesn't matter what you say or what you do i mean you know we're all pigeonholed into our something own, in something you know but i i didn't want to be pigeonholed into that it was like no man i don't fit into that category and yes i can steal that from your facebook because i'm i'm not one of them you know i'm i'm an alcoholic (laughs) in my own right i mean if i wanted to be classified as an alcoholic i could well according to stanley kubrick you could uh you could be fixed oh you could be fixed would you that's and that's the basis of clockwork orange is is to show that you could be fixed by psychology and you know the the whole 
adaptation of what they were trying to do to to fix fix that young man. And yeah, yeah one, but it was one, one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Well, I'd say um, yeah, you could look at it yeah. that way too. Yeah. But <laughs> no, that 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 movie was a strange little movie. It was very strange, and, and it became a it became a cult classic. It was a cult classic. It was very much a cult uh, classic because so many of... people were familiar with it. But um, one of my one of my favorites, and in my deep dive. Which was uh, which was was from the show, and this might hopefully it doesn't creep anybody out, but I have to jump back to a march from a Clockwork Orange, and this is from the Ninth Symphony. Just a creeper. No, Wendy, Wendy Carlos. Um, for, I like them brain fried potatoes. Uh, mm-hmm. She she did she did a lot of that uh, a lot of that, uh, that 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 script, if you will, or or the you know the the the, the whole musical entourage that went along with that, and she it was a combination of using Beethoven. It was a combination of taking other people's uh, other people's music and making it their own. They brought in the electronica, which was very strange at that point. I mean, you figure back to 1972, that was very strange to take electronica and mix it with classical music and put it into. But a lot of the soundtracks on that on that album are very very weird, but yeah. very very forward thinking so um yeah just just uh just a little something something strange that uh popped into my head when we were watching that show not not so recently and and uh, i don't even think the robot bartender made it through the whole thing but uh. <laughs> no i don't think anybody has made it through the whole thing oh i have um, i've watched I, it I've, I watched so it. many times yeah you know so it, many times it reminds me of a uh if uh johnny depp had Start in that movie. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it I was, do. I know exactly what was, you mean. It was like a kind of Johnny Depp, uh, Donald Sutherland. Um, oh, throw it all together, put it in a blender, and see what the frick spins out. You know, I mean, right, right. You know, that That's kind of, you know. Yeah. But, you know, at the same time, you got to, you know, understand where stanley cooper was exactly at that time exactly to put out a movie like that you know and every time like you said it's a cult classic so it is it is in so many ways you've had to watch this movie you know and i have like three or four times i mean thoroughly you know um there's other movies i've watched a lot more but um that one just kind of you know 
if there was a left or a right or whatever, I mean, it kind of pushed me that way or whatever, you know, not politics wise or whatever, but it was like, yeah, I, I, I don't need to see it again. Do you know what I mean? The strangest thing about it is, is, is that weird the, is you know, the concept like, of the government but trying you, to fix you by controlling you by experimenting on you. But do you need to see it? Do you need to see it again? Oh, yeah. Every day. <laughs> yeah, I watch it once a week just to make sure just to, <laughs> just just to make sure just to make sure <laughs> just to make sure that uh, I uh because every so often I get the craving, I get the craving, and I go, uh, I remember that scene. You know that. Uh, you know what? <laughs> this is it. This you is never it. know. You never scene. know. It's that scene. Yeah. The yeah. It's it's just a, it's just a very weird dark movie that puts it in perspective of the strange things that uh, our governments do it's a british movie and yeah yeah just just very very dark very strange all right so you went there i did i did <laughs> i did i couldn't help myself so so that is that is my deep dive for the week i uh i i and more my deep dive dark movie if you will if mm. uh um we'll, we'll put that in the playlist just in case if you have man, not, if you have not it was seen, it's very, very weird to see you morph a Clockwork Orange. Um, you then, morphed. Then make sure you check out a Clockwork Orange, and tell me you hate the soundtrack because that's fine because it's mostly classical music, which that goes back to my my background. Um, but yeah, yeah, check that out. Check that out if you haven't seen it. Um, yeah. Smoke a big old doobie. Have a couple <laughs> shots. And watch a Clockwork Orange, and, and then uh, get pissed off at us, and just write a <laughs> go, what's, really what's wrong with those sons just of write bitches? a really bad review <laughs> on our webpage or something. But S- speaking of which, before we go too far, um, we oh, did, I think we went deep in. We yeah, we already went too far, didn't we? No, before we go too far, I I found that um, one of our old friends, and I think, uh, and and I won't throw his because I'm not sure if I have, I'm supposed to put his name out here. Oh, but I found one of our old friends has actually started a new business, so I got the T-shirt, the official T-shirt, and um, apparently there's a new business for Joe's beer removal service, so you can get a hold of Joe at 800-1800 got beer. And uh, he will uh, he will take care of your beer removal needs. Okay. I, I just I just got this. I well thanks. I, I'm not uh, I'm not sure if it's a new sponsor or if it's just uh, a random pick or what it is. But yeah, what, showed up. What's his name? Uh, Joe. 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 Joe's beer removal service. I got a pretty good idea which Joe it came from. Okay. And I think you probably do too. But I, uh, <laughs> we won't spit that out until we uh, have confirmation on that and we're supposed to advertise no. it. But uh, if you want to get a hold of Joe, make sure you get hold of Joe at 800. Uh, what is that? Yeah, what? 1 800 got beer removal. No? No. What is it? 1-800-GOT-BEER. Okay. Give it a call. See what happens. I have no idea. I haven't called it yet. I just got the the official notification. Man, it doesn't get any better than this. Are you ready? For some football? 
Are you ready for some football? Or my top 11. Because I am the preacher man, top 11 engineer. You might as well. Uh, do you, you got something? Well. No, I need a beer. Uh, yeah. Where's Joe? <laughs> he already removed it. He stopped by and removed it. You son of a bitch. <laughs> I tell you what. I am, I'm not liking Joe. I'm well, not liking him right now. I know. We might have to have a talk. Yeah. Yeah. Right, let's go yeah. have a talk. Get hold of Joe. But in the meantime, yeah, carry on with your meantime. top 11. Sing it, preacher man. No, do it. You do it. You you imitate me I, as what I did from uh, in the meantime. It's not in there. It's not there? It's not there. You ain't got no, it? No. All right. All right. No. I got a couple <laughs> stories for you, but I don't I don't have the uh, the singing voice rolling. But in yet. the meantime. See, there you go. You there know. you go. We had to wait for like three and a half minutes for him to say that in that song. You remember know, that? Right? It was like, really, dude? It's like we sat and listened to your song for like three and a half minutes, and it's like you finally went. You might think I actually like you. Yeah. In the meantime, I'm like, that's what I waited for. Like you said it twice. You know. Thanks for never letting me. You know. Forget the end of your song. All right. right. Well, what do you got for top 11? Well, top 11 things. Um, not to say to a homeowner or a coworker. This could apply to either one. All right. It's very, it's, you know, it's, it's not controversial. I, I'm just saying, I mean, it's just, you know, it's just one of those things. Did you say that, homo again? Yeah, you know, it, it, your top 11 things that you might not want to say to a homeowner or a co-worker. Because I had to throw that in there because it, it kind of coincides, right? I understand. At least. Um, number one, uh, go fuck yourself. <gasps> don't say that. You don't say that to a homeowner. I was going to say that for number 11. I just wanted to get that one out of the way. I could say that to... <laughs> I see what you're doing. I'm not doing anything. Just, oh, I know what you're I'm doing. I'm just watching you do top 11. I understand what you're doing right now. And it's classical. <gasps> There's the pun. Oh, it's a classic. There's the pun. <laughs> Man, can you just let me get away with something for once? Can you just you know, do it? Can you just let me get away with something? It's classical. Play kiss the oh. kiss the dragon. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what your problem is, but if you're a homeowner and a coworker, you need to stop staring at me. <laughs> How could they help it? No. I... Do you understand that concept? Have you seen the size of your forehead? <laughs> yes, I have. Especially when I got my headphones on. Is <laughs> this this make me do my jeans make me look my ass look bigger? No, it's just your ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all your ass. No, it's just it has nothing to do with your it has jeans. Nothing to do with your jeans. All right. All right, so number one, go fuck yourself. Yeah, you know, don't don't say that to a, to a homeowner or a co-worker. I mean, you might not have a co-worker after you say that. But, you know, stop staring at me. Right. Dude, 
pick up something and do something and stop staring at me and don't look at what I'm doing. I, I've, I've taught you how to do something and I understand you're not a homeowner. But I am. I am a homeowner. Right, but you're... Not a homo. But you're not a co-worker. I am not. The, these coincide together. I mean, they could be applied to, to, to everything, right? Right. Absolutely. And, and such is life, you know. Correct. Stop, stop staring at me. Why do you need to feel the possession to sit in your lawn chair and talk to your neighbor on your phone and take pictures of me, leveling block, doing whatever? I mean, it's just... What are you going to get out of it? I mean, what are you going to do? This? Share this with your kids? Satisfaction. Oh, I was there when we built the pool. Oh, my God. Let's see. <laughs> All right. Number three. Do something. <laughs> now, I'm talking to a homeowner, and he's just sitting there staring at me. And I'm just like, if you want to help, do something. I hired you. Why don't you do something? Same, same, <laughs> same could be applied to my coworkers. You're sitting there staring at me. All right, number three. That's it. I'm just going to leave it. Number three. Do you want me to emphasize that again? No, I, I, think, I think I got it. I think I got it. Okay. So top 11 things that uh, what not to say to homeowners or your coworkers. Number four. Are you just going to stand there? It's what I do. No, I mean, really, are you, are you just going to stand there? No, it's what I do. Are you just going to stand there? I'm laughing at clouds so dark up above. The sun's in my heart and I'm ready for love. Let the stormy clouds chase everyone from the place. Come on with the rain, I will smile on my face. I walk down the lane. Top 11 things you should not say to a homeowner or a co-worker or homeowner. No thanks. No thanks. No thanks. No thanks. All set. No, I mean, really. I mean, coworkers are like, hey, do you want some pizza? No thanks. Yeah. I know you're uh, lactose intolerant, but do you want some pizza? No No thanks. thanks. Um, Is there anything that I could do to make your job easier? No thanks. Without f***ing it up? No thanks. No thanks. Oh, okay. The first rule of sales, <laughs> if you never learned this before, the first rule of sales is you always say, yes, please. Yes, please. Yes, well, please. Well, that's, that's number six. Even if you don't want even if you don't want a coffee, even if you don't want a Pepsi, even if you don't want there a you water, go. Right. it's always, yes, please. Yes, please. Yeah. Well, that, acceptance, that's, acceptance is king. There you go. Or just sing in the rain. Oh. Okay. Oh, it brings me to number six. Number like, six. Uh, number six. Yes, thank you. Yes, thank you. Yes, there thank it is. you. There you go. No explanation needed. <laughs> None. None, yeah. 
Yes. Yes, thank you. Yes, thank you. All right, because just what you just said earlier uh, applies to number six and number five. Correct. Right. No. No, thanks. No, thanks. And number six. Yes. Thank you. Yes, please. <laughs> yes. Please. Yes, please. Right. You get what I'm saying. I do. I, 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 I do. It's, it's right there. It's I, simple sales it's manual. It's kind of like you can't protocol. win. You, you can't lose. If, you know, you, you got to play the game. It's like uh, you don't want to be the dick and say, no, you know, and it's like, oh, no, no, thanks. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Yes. Uh, you know what? Thank you. you know, Always say yeah, yes, yeah. please. Yes. Yes, please. Yes, right. please. Yes, please. Even if you don't touch it. <sighs> No touchy. Well, this is number seven. This is definitely not what you want to say to a homeowner or a coworker. Okay. All right. Number seven. Okay. It's not going to get done looking at it. No, it's not. No. No. It, no, it will not. No. I mean, you could stand on your balcony, or my coworker can stand or sit in his truck over here, but it's not going to get done looking at it. Ever. 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 <laughs> Number eight. Guess what? What's that? You're not the boss of me. <laughs> I am not. Oh, no, 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 no. You might be the homeowner. You might be my coworker, but you're definitely not the boss of me. I am not. <laughs> oh, you oh, you're the boss of me? Oh, I, you might have paid my boss for me to show up on your job site. To do your job, but as a homeowner, you're technically you're not the boss of me. No. And my coworkers are sitting over there, and they want to talk to the homeowners, and they think that they're the boss <laughs> about things, and they know more than I know. And I was like, mm, <laughs> you're not the boss of me, and you're not the boss of me, and you're not the boss of me. Did you get that anywhere? No, not are so you, much. Well, let me ask you. Are you the boss of me? I am not. <laughs> are you? Am I the boss of you? Uh, I am not. Definitely. <laughs> are you the boss of me? I am not. That is a legitimate question for a homeowner and a coworker. Are you? Are, no, I mean, I mean, in a situation, are you? Are, are you the boss of me? I am not. There you go. Final answer. I am not. <laughs> Tremendous deduction. I love it. All right. Number nine. Number nine. Um, um, if you, I mean, honestly, when you walk up somewhere, it's like, you know, if, if you can do a better job. I would do it. <laughs> Why would I hire you? If you, Right. I mean, if you can do a better job. If I, I mean, want to do it. I mean, if you're you're a homeowner or a coworker, I mean, if you could do a better job, whew, I had to get through that. Wow. All right, number nine. Oh, number ten. Sorry. Oh, I can't even read my own writing. Well, who wrote that? I know. Number 10. Go for it. Homeowner versus coworker. 
What do you think it is? Uh, most likely the co-worker always wins because anymore the, uh, the customer is not always right. Uh, <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> the homeowner is not always right. And the co-worker is not always right. All right, so number 11, we'll just leave number 10. We'll just leave that one. All right, so number 11, we're going to finish it. You know what? I do not. At least I showed up. <laughs> At least I showed up. Here you are. It's always fun on a show, isn't it? You know, it, it you never is. know what you're going to get. It is. You never know what you can expect, you know. So one of our one of our longtime listeners, I laughed about this. One of our longtime listeners says to me tonight, he says, "So is that uh, does, does that guy? Uh, you know where I can get some stuffed meat?" And I, and I wasn't sure where he was going. I uh, I, I I thought it was uh, I, I never mind. Um, where I thought. Well, no, I, I think just... all kinds of weird things. But I don't know if um I don't know if uh, Hightower Meats do they does he do does he do any infused meats or yes. does he uh just just yeah. ready to eat stuff no or he'll just you send it... him some recipes i guarantee uh sean will whip you up some stuff. okay man i okay. guarantee it that's what uh, i figured too and that's what yeah, i told him i said I you, have, the best I... thing you can do is call him get a hold it get a hold of sean at 810-434-6188 he'll and... do anything and that's I got what I thought. Ghost pepper, uh, this, that, and whatever. If you want anything infused in your meat, uh, you know, it's it's hard to beat, but it's pretty good to eat. So. <laughs> Just saying. There's that. There's then, that catchphrase. And, and then there's that. You know, you know. So yeah, I wasn't sure, and I and I wanted to ask that because. But uh, he'll do it for you. Yeah, I, I you, thought so. No, you I got thought anything. So. I mean, Guy's a genius, man. And I said know. the best thing you do is just call Sean. You have to. I mean, we we get a hold of Sean Hightower Meats almost for a hundred episodes. He's been he's been a sponsor or a hundred years or a hundred years or whatever. He's been a sponsor. Is and... he going to be here for episode one hundred at least? Yes, he will. Oh God, yeah. I hope so. Is he going to bring some brats? Uh, yes, he will. Absolutely. That's I will perfect. make him, and we will infuse anything that we have uh, to our capacity. Into these brats. Amen. That's Amen. perfect. That's I perfect. Know. We'll just do strictly brats and just put out the meat. You know. Well, I'm going to do a really, really short joke of the week. Um, just because I already uh, hammered you with the joke of the week. So, uh, oh, you got me. One, one quick one. One quick one. So oh, I got this one. Is, uh, I, this I got is, one. You got I'll, one? All no, right. I'll, well, no, I'll save it for next week. No, that's all right. I'm going to the uh, giant book of dirty jokes that showed up from the preacher man somewhere yeah, along I the know, way. Yeah, I know, but I think I told so, this joke one time on this. Two kids were having the standard argument about whose father could beat up whose father. One boy said, my father's better than your father. The other kid said, well, my mother is better than your mother. The first boy paused. And then he said, I guess you're right. My father says the same thing. <laughs> uh, nice spin. Nice spin. And there you go. 
High five. High five. High five. That was good. Nice. Who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? No doubt, right? Right. Well, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how we celebrate, uh, you know, certain holidays. Juneteenth? Well, no. There, there is the June. June. It's uh, an official no. holiday. No, it's not June thirteenth. It's Juneteenth. Juneteenth. Yeah, which right. is actually uh, June seventeenth, which we just went through. Which was was the day that the slaves got freed. Um, right. Do you want the details on it? No, I, I mean you can. I mean, uh, in, enlighten us. I mean, I'd love to. We've we've already. I'd love to because there's there's a lot of confusion on it, and unfortunately, your president has not released any details on it besides the fact that he said Juneteenth is now a national holiday. But nobody knows, and I've heard, I, this, I I've heard this so much since, it, it's since the Saturday. It's eman- emancipation of proclamation, uh, kind of going back to Abraham Lincoln. It uh, is. When, when the isn't. day that the, the, you know, the slaves got freed. Well, and we should. We should, because it is now a national holiday, and I, I don't know what that it looks like now, going forward. It is now a national holiday. Correct. It wasn't Correct. before. Because uh, President Biden signed it in. Um, I believe it was last Thursday or Friday, so it is now a national holiday. I think it was the fifteenth or sixteenth. So, um, but everybody should know. I mean, what it is, and and so here's here's kind of the timeline, if you will. So Juneteenth is the oldest celebrated national commemorative of the ending of slavery. Thank you. Right. All right. So anyway. Yeah, it it was like eighty two or something like uh, uh, eighteen sixty five. Eighteen sixty five. Oh, there was well, a, there was an estimated uh, two hundred fifty thousand enslaved people in Texas at that point. Yes, down south or whatever, but in in, in sixty five it it was the Emancipation Proclamation. I mean, it was totally. Rad- 60, 62. 62. 62. Right. So but Lincoln signed. Lincoln was there. Lincoln signed the Emancipation Proclamation in 62. The Southerners and the Northerners didn't rectify exactly Correct. everything Correct. until like 65. Well, and, and it, it was effective in 63. In effective. 63, it became effective, if you, okay. if you will, from... The government, which we all, you know, we all adore and admire and follow and whatever. Um, Do or, we? But or, right, or, anyway. or, or don't. <laughs> or don't. Or whatever. But still, at the same time, uh, yeah, it, it took like two or three years for the the full effect of it. And that I think that's why they, they say 65. Well, 65. Um, 65 so here, so you're, you're, when, not, you're not wrong. Because 65... On April 19th of 1865 is when Robert E. Lee surrendered at the Apotomix Court. Okay. Yeah. That's that's why the- that is marked as a as a monumental. That's that's when Robert E. Lee surrendered. Okay. So going back to that, uh, uh, as the Southern General Robert E. Lee. Yes, and the northern and this and that. I am is is that still a reason to rip down statues as a, never a part of, of ever of, of American history? Never ever. I, I just don't know. I mean, you know, 
if we're that divided, if we're that segregated, if we're that this and the other, when, how do you celebrate um, anything that we've accomplished in American history? We've had civil wars, civil wars. We fought the British. We fought across the seas. We fought for our freedom. We, we are this united nation. We have 50 states. And I understand, and I understand that whole concept of everything, but the whole coalition, the whole militia of defending and fighting for right and justice and everything. And it's 2021 and we've got this far. Don't you think it's time to just wake up a little bit? people and stop fighting a little bit and with the power of the internet with the power of knowledge with the power of anything that is going on in the world you think with our our collective consciousness our collective um righteous our our wisdom everything that has been wronged it should be righted by right now. I mean, in this point of time, you would think you look back on history and you go back a hundred years, you know, and everybody says, "Oh, uh, history repeats itself," and that's my point that I'm getting to is like, are we a slave still? You know, a hundred and some odd years later from Lincoln, what are we? What are we enslaved to? Um, are 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 we free? Are we free? Are we? I, that's what I'm saying. That's a good. That's a I, good question. Are our free? Are our freedoms still in jeopardy? I mean, is there a fight to fight for? Is there something else going on? Uh, are, are we just surrendering without guns? Without you know, in in are we allowed to in in the woods or whatever? Are 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 we allowed to use our guns to fight for freedom? There's another question. That's. You know, I mean, this is a pivotal point in American history, not the world history. I mean, all all eyes are focused on us, obviously. I mean, and they're just waiting for us to crumble and fall. I mean, we've had civil wars. Sure they We've are. had world wars. We've joined with these people. You know, what? where, where is the point where people wake up to uh, what is really important uh, in and pigment important um other different things the uh, big words that i can't explain <laughs> but well when you start looking at uh, things like saying. this i mean look at this this one this this there, this data chart that we just looked at the other day data in portland in portland Crime. between last year shootings. and this year homicides the shootings are up 126 percent in portland this is just portland portland only and we know that you know what's going on in portland but in Portland alone, shootings are up 126%. Homicides are up 533%. I can't even say it. I just, I, I, I don't. Astronomical uh, figures. I, 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 I really don't even know how else to look at it except to, a, to a say. A pivotal point in the turning of the tides of what's what's happening, what's really happening. I mean... Like I said, a hundred years from now, people are going to look at these numbers and go, "What? The what fuck? is wrong with these people? What I the know. fuck was going on? Yeah, what what is wrong with you these know, people? 
Did they uh, hate each other that much? The the greatest there... the greatest movie that I've seen, and it, it was actually probably ten or fifteen years ago, was Idiocracy, and I can't express. Yeah, you said that, that more than once. More than once, you need to watch this movie because you need to understand how stupid our culture is. You know, at this pivotal time and space and then go 500 years in the the future and what we fought uh, no i mean look at what we fought for and where we gone and this is where we progress it is the dumbing down of america it's pathetic i don't want to see that i mean you know we talk about our grandchild our grandchildren or our grandchilds or great great grand or whoever's and again inherit the earth but at the same time, it's like, you know, all this fighting, all this stuff. I mean, you know, I, I don't know. I, I'm not going to be around. To, Can't we all just get along? I'm just saying, when we're dead <laughs> and gone, all of us. I mean, we. that's a pivotal right? point. We're, we're old pivot, men. That's a, no, I'm just saying, anybody that's listening to this podcast, it's a pivotal point in your life. You have to understand we are the only species on this earth that knows that we're going to die. A dog doesn't know when it's going to die nope. or if it's going to die. A buffalo, a giraffe, a kangaroo, a squirrel, a rabbit, none of them have a concept of death. We are the smartest species on earth for a reason. Are we? But we have a concept <laughs> of death. And why is that? You know, we know. Our legacy has to kind of mean something. So anyway, uh, not getting too deeper going no, that's, uh, uh, with a with a preacher man rant or anything like that. I couldn't even throw a drop at you at that point, right? But uh, yeah, yeah, but know. I just finally figured out in the shower when I do my top elevens <laughs> and I got these great ideas and I'm doing everything. I was like, you know what? I was born on the Fourth of July, and now I finally figured out after 54 years. I want to know, burn my body, put them in ashes, and then stuff them in a firework and blow my shit up. Well, if we learn nothing right else. Right up nothing, you know. If we learn nothing else. Celebrate the 4th of July with my ashes in 2050. Or, yeah, 2050, because I'll be 83. That's when I figured, I, I'm sticking around. I'm going to piss people right off. Good and, for you. Until... Good for you. You know what I mean? 2050. I'm going to be around for the, the, the half century and millennial. Uh, You're still uh, doing a podcast at that point? Yeah. I, <laughs> I don't care. But anyway, stick my ass. I'm putting it out there. I, you know, anybody listening to this podcast, stick my ashes in a firework and send that shit up in the space and just blow that shit up on the 4th of July and I'll be happy. There you go. Put my ashes in there. Well, the way I look at it is what we've seen, what we've seen is it, it, it's time it's time for a revolution of consciousness. I've like said you've that. said that I've more said than it once. Over and over. You've said that more than once. And I. It's a revolution of consciousness. It is. It is. It's and a collective. It, and, I, uh, and I see that I think more that's, I and think that's more. what the band said when they met uh, Collective Soul. I think you're right. I think you're right. Collective Soul. Yeah. Yeah. Great I, band. I don't, I, I don't know where we go from here. I don't know how we get there. Um, I keep trying to find a way. 
but it's just uh, yeah, the anger, the 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 stupidity, the the idiocracy. Idiocracy is a good term. It is. It's Watch idiot. that movie, man. Yeah. I'm yeah, telling you. You keep saying that, and that's uh, yeah. Yeah, if you haven't seen that, go watch that one. Because um, uh, it just might change a little perspective on, on the dummy. I think we all that, need a change of perspective. So, but what what really hit me and why I went off on this tangent is because we have a few, we have a that more than most more people than right now in politics and her environment. She's. I don't think that was political. I really I know, don't. But she's a, she's still a product. Of she is absolutely, absolutely. She and, is a product and, of her and, environment. And then when a nine-year-old goes, you know, into her psyche, and she can and says, "You guys are stupid." This, it's just like, wow. Yeah. You know, maybe yeah. maybe you should take heed. Might be time to get a clue. Might be time to get a clue. That's all I'm saying. So I'm well, not but still. Yeah. You know. On that note, I I think we should. Uh, Get out the heavy and call it, a, call, it, call, call it a good day. Good day to you. Good day to you. Good day to you. Good day, sir. Good day, sir. <laughs> oh, we forgot the new Nomi. Oh, we got a Nomi gnome. We got oh, a little white bearded little we, Nomi dude. We, we oh. found we found we found the preacher man gnome. Whose yard did you steal it from? Oh, don't make me. I was just like, don't make me confess myself. But it's like a gnome. He's got his tongue out and his eyes are all fucking. Might be the show pick. And he's and he's giving the you know the rock sign. We'll put up. We'll put uh, we'll put your show pick of the gnome right next to Biden. Well, here we go. I got. I listen. I got a little bit of trivia, real quick. All right. You see, the, the gnome is giving the peace signs. You know with the you know with the stone or something. Bonnie James Deal said that he coined it and Ozzy did it. Are out. out.